Pinna. Calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Every day during breakfast, lunch, dinner, and even snack time, someone is the victim of a food crime. Yes, you heard me right. Food crimes. That will be 792. Hey, pass the salt. Maybe someone bought the wrong orange juice at the store, and now you have to drink the kind with pulp. Something's swimming in my OJ. Or maybe you baked some cookies for your family, but then they ate them all without saving you a single one. No matter the transgression, there must be a trial at the food court. And justice must be served, preferably with some marinara on the side for dipping. Welcome to Food Crimes. Warning, the food crimes you are about to hear are real and may not be suitable for hungry listeners. Today, we'll be hearing the case of Clara v. Dad, where a daughter claims her father nabbed nuggets right under her nose. Hi, my name is Clara. I'm nine years old and I live in California. The food crime that happened was me and my sister Tessa were eating chicken nuggets and we left the table to go get something. And when we came back, my dad had eaten all of our chicken nuggets. Clara says that she was gone from the dinner table for only a few moments when her dad rudely devoured the food right off her plate. So we were eating dinner and we were talking and then me and Tessa remembered something that we wanted to show our parents. We left the table for like five minutes, like in between five, ten minutes to go get it. And then when we came back, my dad had eaten all of the chicken nuggets that was on my plate. I was still hungry. And Clara wasn't just hungry. She was also hurt. I think it's a food crime because I only left the table for a few minutes and he ate all my chicken and he left only the vegetables. How would you feel if you were eating like a food you really liked and you went to do something for someone and that someone ate your food while you are gone? But Jeremy, Clara's father, doesn't believe that a food crime occurred. I am Jeremy, and I am Clara and Tessa's father. I plead not guilty. I was sitting there across from some delicious food that I had made lovingly and painstakingly for my girls, and I was sad that they had forsaken it and gone off to do whatever it was they were doing. And so I felt that I wanted to at least enjoy the fruits of my labor and that I can't be blamed for making that decision. Jeremy says that Clara and Tessa are notorious for leaving the table before dinner has truly ended. 
when he saw they'd left the table, he assumed this was like any other night. They're probably just gonna be gone off playing for the rest of the night. And so a couple minutes later, I'm not even sure how long it was, I looked around and saw the plates were there. He insists that his intentions were pure, to eat the food so that it wouldn't end up being wasted. I was ready to take them to the sink, and you know, I don't like food to be wasted, so whenever I'm about to take food to the sink, I will often clear it off and eat the parts that I think should be eaten. So there you have it, the parting plaintiff and the devouring defendant. A case where timing is everything. Now it's up to the judge, the jury, and you to decide. Did Clara's dad commit a food crime? Did he eat nuggets that weren't his to eat? Or has Clara's argument gone missing? Let's step inside the courtroom to hear more. All rise. The Honorable Judge Booty presiding over the case of Clara v. Dad. Charges are plate trespassing and meal burglary. Thank you, bailiff. Everyone, you may be seated. Thank you, Your Honor. A thousand times hello, Judge. Once again, hello, and once again, let's not drag our feet here. We all have places to be and meals to eat, so we can't waste our time. We need to pick up the pace and just get into today's case. So please, I don't want any holdup, okay, you two? Counselor Catherine Fombay, your opening statement on behalf of the plaintiff? You'll be happy to know, Your Honor, that there is not much to debate today. My client, Clara, was served chicken nuggets for dinner. She stepped away from the table, and when she returned, the nuggets were gone. Stolen. Right off her plate. By her own father. And that's that. If you'd like, we can spend all day distracting ourselves with itty bits of detail, but it won't change what we know to be true. A crime occurred. A crime of food. Thank you, Flambe. Counselor Stephen Reven, please proceed with the opening statement for the defense. Oh, I'm afraid the details aren't nearly as itty or bitty as Flambe would like you all to think. Detail number one. Clara and her sister didn't just step away from the table. They left, vanished, departed, and were completely out of sight for up to ten minutes. More than enough time for someone to conclude they were gone for good. Detail number two, leaving the table without returning is a pattern of theirs, a pattern that their father assumed they were repeating. And detail number three, my client says he's innocent. So what? Are you calling him a liar? How dare you? He's a good dad who cooked a good meal, which they simply walked away from. <sighs> he says he's not guilty, and I, for one, believe him. <laughs> Very good, Counselor Reven. I'm not sure how well the, but he said he didn't do it, defense is going to work, but it's worth a shot. I'll try anything once, Your Honor. Moving now into argument. <laughs> right here, Judge. Prosecution would like to begin it and end it by pointing out to the defense, you're wrong. Uh, nuh-uh. You're saying he's innocent. You're wrong. He did it. He ate the nuggets. He admitted to it. Yes, but though he ate the tasty nuggets, he has committed no food crime. Charge number one is plate trespassing, correct? As in, Clara's dad supposedly walked his fingers onto a plate that did not belong to him. Well, my response to that would be, at what point does your plate cease to be your plate? I would argue that when dinner is over and the plates are being cleared, they are no longer yours and- Exactly. But this dinner wasn't over and those plates weren't being cleared. 
That's precisely why we filed the trespassing charge. Clara stated that she was leaving to get something to bring back to the table. You can hear her say as much in submitted evidence D. I'm pretty sure that they said something that made me and Tessa remember that we wanted to show them something that, like, maybe we had made or something. And we even said, we'll be back in a few minutes. The food on their plate had not yet met the standards of up for grabs, since Clara clearly stated her intention to return. The defendant crossed the line when he helped himself to the rest of their dinner. They may have said they'd be back, but my client did not hear it. They may have stated their intentions, but you're really stretching it if you're going to say they did so clearly. I honestly don't even remember what they said. Just suddenly they were gone from the table from my perspective. And I thought, okay, this is no different than any other night. No different than any other night. Why would he say that? Well, unfortunately, I'm sorry to say your client has a history of not returning to the table. (laughs) Either one of my kids can decide that they're not interested in eating anymore and can take off. And sometimes it's with good intentions, they intend to come back. Sometimes it is just that they forgot and wanted to move on to the next thing. So definitely a common pattern in our house. What made this night different from all other nights? To the shock of everyone on planet Earth and across the known universe, Clara and her sister actually returned. Their dad should have assumed they would return, regardless of the past. If he had, he wouldn't be finding himself charged with a food crime. Wow. Are you suggesting, Flambe, that my client should be expected to just sit down and wait at the table in case his daughters decide to return? And if they don't return, would you want him to just sit there through the night, in the dark, no sleep, waiting for dawn, with only two unfinished plates of food to keep him company? What? Why would I want that? Mm-hmm. Then I will ask again. At what point did the plates cease to be their plates? At what point is Dad allowed to get up from the table and decide he doesn't want to wait anymore? They didn't go to Mars, Reven. They were in the same house. So here's an idea. He could ask them if they're done. Simple. You know what my client thinks is even simpler? Finishing your dinner. Dinner time is a well-defined thing. We're going to sit there. We're going to get this done. We're going to get the food into our bodies. Well, that's a pretty cold way of looking at a hot meal. It's not homework, okay? It's dinner. A time to eat, a time to talk about your day, or perhaps a time to share something special with your parents that you very much wanted to show them. They had a perfectly reasonable reason to leave the table, and they weren't gone long. And if you don't like that excuse, well, lucky for you, I have further proof that Clara wasn't done eating yet. Ha! I knew you had more! Hey, what's the deal, Bailiff? You're on her side now? I'm rooting for you both. He's allowed to cheer for whoever he wants, Reven. But cheer louder for me, okay, Bailiff? I can only cheer at the one volume. Okay. Moving on to my proof. There are very clear dinner table rules in the house. Rules about when dinner starts and when dinner ends. And Clara knows exactly how to declare she's finished eating. I think the dinner table rules are, say, like, and then leave the table and put your plate in the sink. That sounds lovely. But can you tell the court what it means? It's a Romanian expression which means, thank you for the meal. Oh, I'm going to use that. Clara learned it from her grandparents and says it whenever she's finished eating, right before clearing her plate and putting it in the sink. 
She did neither of those things, which means she was obviously not finished dinner. Oh, yes. In a perfect world in which Clara and Tessa always follow the rules, that would indeed be obvious. But they don't always follow the rules, do they, Flambe? We usually do at least one of them, but sometimes we just leave. Ooh, sometimes they just leave. But sometimes is a bit of an understatement, because Clara and Tessa leave food behind so often that their father purposefully serves himself less food than he wants, since he assumes he's going to end up needing to finish their meals for them. I wouldn't say I consistently clear their entire plates and, and mine, but I try to do the, my best. And um, honestly, in this case, there might be this other factor, which is that sometimes I put not enough food on my own plate because I know this is a likely thing that's going to happen. And so this may have been a case I was still a little bit hungry and my body may have been telling me what to do. So I went in for those chicken nuggets. I put not enough food on my own plate because I know this is very likely to happen. Mm-hmm. Friends here today... I ask of you all, who feeds the feeder? Who? The what? The feeder. Jeremy, my client. Who feeds the feeder when he does not feed himself? Clara and her sister leave the table so frequently that their dad serves himself less food than he actually wants because he knows that, more than likely, he'll need to eat their leftovers. He doesn't want to overeat his fill, so he underserves his plate. On that fateful night, Jeremy was hungry, starving, yet still hoping his daughters would eat their meals, all the while knowing that eating those nuggets would almost certainly fall to him. And he does this all because he is trying to do the right thing and prevent this precious food from being wasted. And I think that with all the you know environmental stuff that's going on and just all the attempts to kind of be a good steward of the environment and to take care and to be responsible for what you consume. I feel it's important to not waste food. Wow. He doesn't want food being thrown in the trash just because someone decided to leave the table early. No, he'd do anything to prevent such a tragedy. He's a noble man, a heroic man, a man willing to sacrifice. Did he eat the vegetables? Sorry? He's trying to keep food from being wasted. Did he eat her vegetables too? Or just the nuggets? Well, he only had time to eat the nuggets, so I would- Okay, so wow! So he didn't eat the vegetables? What a hero! He probably would have flambe if he- And yet- So, I am a man of principle and like to think that I will clear the entire plate off. I think in this case it is true that I probably went for the more delicious food on the plate, which was the chicken nuggets. He wanted her nuggets. He could have waited, he could have asked, but he didn't. Because he wanted her nuggets. To prevent food waste. To eat tasty nuggets. Order in the court. Dear, oh dear, we nearly got through it without either of you yelling. Let's get into closing statements before you blow your tops again. Flambe, take it away. Thank you, Your Honor. We started simply and we'll finish simply. Clara made clear she wasn't leaving the table for good. And her father didn't listen. I will concede this could all be a misunderstanding, but that doesn't change the fact that he took nuggets that did not belong to him. And for that, he should be punished. For that, friends in the court, Clara needs food justice. I appreciate your brevity today, Counselor. Reven, any chance you'll be equally brief? Perhaps, Your Honor, perhaps. But before I get started, I need to go get something to help my statement. Something to show you.
Oh, here we go. I guess we're all just gonna leave the courtroom whenever we want now. I hope that wasn't a comment about me and the smoked salmon incident. Oh, of course not, Your Honor. Hmm. How long do you think we have to wait before we can just wrap up? Nope, nope, nope. We can't wrap up before he's back. This is all a part of his argument. He's making us wait like Clara made her dad wait. It's a scheme. A game. Get it? Hmm. You two ought to focus more on the facts than these showboat and goof arounds. <laughs> but it's fun, Your Honor. <laughs> All right, we can't wait any longer. Court is in need of adjourning. Moving now to deliberate. Aha! Yes, yes. Haha, <laughs> you've fallen right into my trap. We, we know. know. I was making you wait like Clara made her dad wait. <laughs> we, we know. You two could barely wait a moment before moving on. Now imagine how long Jeremy had to wait without knowing if his daughter would ever return. And wait he did for several entire minutes. But as you two have just shown, no one can wait forever. Jeremy had to make a decision both to avoid nugget waste and to feed his own belly. He chose the choice we'd all choose, to eat the nuggets. Well, you've both left us with much to consider. I can't imagine the jury will have an easy time with this one. With closing statements concluded, we're moving now to deliberations. Did Clara's dad commit a food crime? Did he take advantage of their temporary absence to encroach on their dinner? Or did Clara forfeit her nuggets when she left the table early? Until you decide, friends and the jury, this court is adjourned. Jury deliberations are now in session. Please proceed. My name is Pri, and I'm 10 years old. My name is Emma, and I'm also 10 years old. My name's John, I'm 13 years old. I kind of feel like it wasn't fair for the dad to take the chicken nuggets, but I still get where he's coming from. I get where both of them are coming from. Yes, I would not be happy if someone ate some of my food, like something that I loved, and left something that I hated. I would be pretty mad, but then if my brother leaves food and he leaves for over 10 minutes, I will eat his food that I can eat. I see where you're coming from because I would do the same thing, but I still feel like the dad was kind of committing a food crime. Not plate trespassing, but I still feel like what he did wasn't fair. In my family, you have to finish your dinner before you leave the table. It's like, if you leave the table, even for like, um, let's say like two minutes, that means you're done with your dinner and you don't want any more. I feel like it's not really done when you leave the table. I feel like when you are ready to clear off your plate, that's when someone should be like, hey, can I have the rest of this? Or can you give me that? Yeah, like, um, Clara and Tessa, they left the table to show their parents something that they've made. She stated why she was leaving the table. She didn't just run up and leave. But I feel like you shouldn't take ten, five to ten minutes to run up the stairs or run to your room. Yeah, you're right. I don't think that you should leave for over five to, like, seven minutes, maybe. You should not leave that long. I feel like you should warn your parents if you're going to leave for that for as long as Preet's saying. I mean, even if they did say something, they should have came back or yelled downstairs, Hey, I can't find it. Give me like 10 more minutes. Versus just telling their parents, getting up, rushing off, and then being up there for like a long time. You know what? I changed my mind. He didn't do anything wrong. 
I feel like he's innocent and that they should have said something. Like, more something. Yeah, my dad does that all the time. My mom and my stepfather will do that all the time, and it's not really that big of a deal. But I feel like a food crime was committed by both of them. The kids should have warned their dad that they were going to stay up so long, and I feel like the dad shouldn't have just guessed. So I feel like they're both at fault here, and they should have more cooperation with each other. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, they both committed, but the question is, who, like, which food crime is, like, stronger? I feel like they're both the same, because it's just, there's just a lack of cooperation and communication. Actually, I agree, but my question is, what's the greater of two evils, and if they're the same, what will the... What will like the sentence be? What will the punishment be to fix this so that it doesn't happen again? I think they should make a rule that if you leave for more than three minutes, then people are allowed to eat your food. They should get one of those like hourglass timers, like a uh, three minute hourglass timers, flip it over when they leave. And if the hourglass timer is up by the time, like when their dad looks back, they're done. Like they can't complain. That makes a lot of sense. That's, oh my God, you're genius. If he eats the stuff while the timer is going, then... They can steal his chicken nuggets next time. I feel he is guilty. I say guilty. I feel he's guilty. I do get the burglary, but not the police trespassing. I think he is guilty of both. I think both. Yeah, I say both. Well, I mean, like we said, they didn't take a long time. But we just made up this three-minute rule, so before, the girls never knew how long they had to take before they needed to come back to the table. That's true. So, I say both. Yeah, I'm with you guys now. Both. Okay. We, the jury, find the defendant, Jeremy, guilty of plate trespassing and meal burglary. While Jeremy did trespass on Clara's plate, and he also did burglarize, we, the jury, feel as if Clara was also at a wrong for leaving for such a long time and not warning anyone. To solve this issue, they should buy a three-minute hourglass, and then when the girls need to leave the table, flip it over and... Once the sand runs out, Jeremy, the father, is allowed to eat whatever leftovers are on Clara and Tessa's plate. Thank you, esteemed members of the jury. After a very thorough deliberation session, it appears the food court has reached a verdict. Let's talk to Clara and Jeremy to hear their thoughts on the case. Clara, Jeremy... The jury has determined that Jeremy is guilty of both plate trespassing and male burglary. How are you feeling about their decision? Was justice achieved today? Clara, let's start with you. I'm glad that he was found guilty because I think it's fair. We probably will use the hourglass strategy because it seems right because I personally wouldn't wait 20 minutes while someone's gone, and so that would help. I'm very glad you're willing to try the hourglass solution. Moving over to Jeremy, though you were found guilty of a food crime, do you understand the reasoning behind today's decision? I think it was a fair verdict. The jury was very wise, and I think they really did a good job of seeing both sides of it and understanding where I came from 
where Claire came from. And I think they were right in the end. I think that having some solution that requires a little bit of both of us is quite fair. Oh, I'm so happy to hear it. Jeremy, Clara, it has been the pleasure of this court to find a compromise you can both agree on. And with that, food court is adjourned. Woo! You know what, Bailiff? I'm feeling a lot of energy. Did you bring your racket with you today? I'm in a tennis mood. All right, Judge. I have my racket, I have my shoes, and I've been practicing my backhand. <laughs> Excellent. Then I'll see you on the court. <laughs> Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right. You can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. <laughs>